0: Welcome to this episode of Musings of the Sacred, hosted by myself, William Catling, and produced by Gillette Cervantes. Each week we focus on thoughtful ways to engage life, the natural world, and God. Today we will examine how grief becomes an essential part in enlarging our capacity for love. There is something special about late November— it serves as a call to remember all that has gone before, a time to reflect upon the rich blessings that we have, been, we have received. It is also a difficult set of days for those who have experienced loss, who are alone or feel separated from the life that others appear to celebrate. November is known for a palette of auburns, warm browns, oranges, and rusty reds. We see branches losing their leaves, early morning frost on the windows, and at the same time a bit of melancholy descends. Autumn is a time of falling, of drawing in, of finding safe places to read and think. It is intended to be a time of reflection, a time of slowing down from the hectic pace of our contemporary life. Fall is a time for gathering in, of holding close and celebrating the fruits of the past year. It is also a time for remembering what has been lost for us personally, what's been lost for our communities, and for our humanity. In the following quote, Leo Tolstoy helps us process our grief and our capacity for love. Only people who are capable of loving strongly can also suffer great sorrow. But this same necessity of loving serves to counteract their grief and heals them. Tolstoy says that only if we are capable of great love can we have the strength to suffer great sorrow. When we love strongly, we increase our vulnerability to loss and hurt When we suffer, it is often because we have risked and loved. This necessity to love is what brings us grief, and it also opens a door to deep healing. The seeds of love that were planted within us last season gives us the ability to hold onto the fruit of genuine love that comes in the midst of sorrow. We love as a way of counteracting the grief that we carry. Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross says, The most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and I have found their way out of the depths. These persons have an appreciation, a sensitivity, and an understanding of life that fills them with compassion, gentleness, And a deep, loving concern. Beautiful people do not just happen. You probably know people like this. They are generous, caring, and filled with compassion. You may have wondered how they turned out like that. There is only one way suffering. If only there was another path, but the road to transformation is through defeat, struggle, And loss. It is the fiery furnace of life that changes us, breaks down our egos, and reveals our humanity. Yes, beautiful people do not just happen, they are the compassionate survivors of loss. They are the ones who have grieved deeply, risked much with their love and their care, knowing that life has very few guarantees. These people we have encountered are sensitive and understanding, patient and kind. They have become the elders of humanity and deserve our great respect and love. When they speak, we should listen. What they do, we should emulate. They deserve to be honored, and the young, those who have not suffered yet, need to sit at their feet and learn from them. Our culture has little time for these people. We have too much anger and hostility and hurt to hear their great wisdom. At this time, take some stock of your life. Look around and find those elders and listen to their stories, their accomplishments, their sorrows, and their joys. Open your heart, risk love, and become like them. This last week of November is about endings a time of change, where the last warm days of late summer fade into the cooler temperatures of fall. We say goodbye to late summer. We say goodbye to another Halloween. We say goodbye to the lightness of an early fall where the warmth of summer lingers. Dr. Seuss recommends that we do not cry because of these endings. He says, don't cry because it is over. Smile because it happened. Instead of crying, he suggests we smile because life has happened. Life is made up of a series of days, of events, of memories. As time passes, there is loss. There are things we want to forget, but there are also so many moments where we are breathless at the beauty of each day. We can choose to smile when we recall life, its events and memories. We can choose to smile at those times where God interceded on our behalf and we were healed or saved or protected. We can choose to smile at the memory when a friend shared a kind word when we needed it most. We can choose to smile as we remember when we just sat in silence looking at a small sparrow on a branch of the tree outside our window. It's not too late. If you have not taken the time to watch a small bird, spend that time today. Take a few minutes and think back over the past few months. Try to remember the beauty, the joys, and the times of quiet surrender. Remember, you have taken risks. You have shared your love. You have endured some hurt. And then... As a counter to the grief you feel, smile. Smile with your whole face. Allow your eyes to glow with the joy of remembering, especially the ones you lost. Anne Lamont states that you will lose someone you can't live without, and your heart will be badly broken. And the bad news is you will never completely get over the loss of your beloved. But this is also the good news. They live forever in your broken heart that doesn't seal back up. And you come through. It's like having a broken leg that never heals perfectly. It still hurts when the weather gets cold, but you learn to dance with a limp. Deep looking. This is what it takes to see life as it really is to notice the long, thin cloud formation against the pale, blue November sky. It is also the way you see the smile and the sadness in your friend's face as they laugh over a lunchtime conversation. Most people go through life seeing only the surface, or what they want to see. To perceive life in all of its myriad forms, in nature, in people, in situations, and deeply in ourselves. It requires a different kind of perception. Artists are trained to see things as they are, to be aware of the way shapes interact with linear connections, textures, forms, values, and hues. The clarity by which an artist views the world provides a window for observing and engaging all aspects of life with a clarity that is not common. When we see life as it truly is, we realize that loss never goes away completely. It stays as a reminder of the ones we have loved and are no longer with us. We do not want to forget. We do not want to let them go. We learn to move through life with the echo of their love within us. Deep looking, deep living, a way of observing, taking notice, paying attention, self-aware and full of those we have loved in our lives. We love deeply and we learn to dance with a limp. As we learn to limp and dance and smile and see the world with our grief and our love, we can tilt our heads back and see the beauty of the night sky where we find in the words of Dostoevsky, the darker the night The brighter the stars, the deeper the grief, the closer is God. In the summer months, the sun rises early and sets late in the day. We adjust to long hours of sunlight with increased productivity and outside activities lasting well into the late evening. In strong contrast, November makes us more aware of how dark the mornings are and how early the daylight ends. The slow decrease of light is meant to help us make adjustments to how we spend our time and energies. We can slowly decrease our active plans and do more quiet and inner work. This is one of the ways we maintain our physical, mental, and spiritual health. The light and dark pattern is an essential aspect of our world's natural rhythm. Dostoevsky writes that one of the benefits of greater darkness is our ability to see brighter stars. The deep autumn sky is alive with specks of brightness. There are stars, there are planets, there are constellations and galaxies, each with a different brightness and a different density. When we have less light Other things come into greater focus and clarity. Rather than the blazing brightness of a full summer sun, we have the delicate light of stars filling the night sky. Like the shortening of daylight and the deepening of night, our sense of loss can also increase. The more time we have for introspection, we realize that life keeps changing. Falling leaves and falling tears share the grieving of what once was bright and sunny. As we move into deep autumn, we feel more. Our our sensitivities increase and the potential for greater empathy grows. The grief we feel may be specific to a loss or connected more broadly to our families, communities, and the plight of our world. The deeper we grieve, the closer God is. Like the fragile light of the stars, God sends love to us like specks of starlight on a November night. When you see the stars, they are God's gift to the grieving.